Welcome to Time for Nach. We are Perek Kof Aleph, the 21st Perek of Sevishmol base. And there's a famine. After everything, there's a famine. There's a famine for three years. Uh, and Hashem tells David it was because Shaul killed the people of Gibeon. Gibeon, the Gibeonites. Very cryptic, very difficult parak. This Rav Dessler has a whole piece on it. Let's see exactly what happened and the response and why that's so. Firstly, the Radak asks right at the beginning of the parak, why did it take David three years to ask Hashem for the cause of famine? He has a, a calculation. He says, well, the first year, David thought it was just a bad year for the crops. Not something alarming. And he therefore thought or assumed that the second year of famine, famine was a punishment for the idol of Micha. Once there were three years of famine together, there had to be a different reason. Now, the Gibeonites were the people Yoshua made a treaty with way back when. They were in the city of Nov. David asked the Gibeonites, how you can possibly, how can we correct this? How can we rectify this? What's our chuva? And they said that the, the seven of Shaul's descendants should be killed. Now, this is fascinating. Seven of Shaul's descendants should be killed. Now, the Gemara Yuvamas, Daf Ein talks about this at length. But David carried this permit, this request out, in other words, killing seven sons of Shaul, or seven descendants of Shaul, that Hashem agreed to this. This was to be mechaper, to atone for the Chil Hashem in what uh, they in what Shaul had done. And therefore, David hands them over, but on instructions from the Aron Kodesh. What happened is uh, they passed through the, uh, they passed by the Aron Kodesh, there's a certain sign if they were the ones that's supposed to be killed. And all seven were then hanged on a mountain. And Mephibosheth, but they were spared. At that point, Ritzbah, who was the mother of two of the people who died, who were killed, she guards the dead bodies and this respect to the dead inspires David to bury the bones of Shaul and Yonasan and of Shaul's descendants, who he just killed. And Chazal say that the event was such a kiddush Hashem, because everyone now understood from the punishment of Shaul's deeds against the Gibeonites how awful it is to take advantage of the weak in general. That 150,000 people converted to Judaism. The Plishtim attacked. Avishai helps David kill a giant. The Plishtim initiate a further war. And um, and uh, another giant is struck dead. In a third war, Elchanan murders Goliath's brother, who is also a giant. And in the final war in Gas, David kills a giant with six fingers and toes on each hand and foot. Um, an interesting parak, again, up and down. Just to add one insight over here, which is the Reduk. The Reduk at the beginning of the parak and also Posuk uh, 6, Posuk Vov, he says that the king of the Gibeonites, um, either when, so he explains, I apologize, he explains what the killing of the Gibeonites was. He says it was either when Shaul massacred the city of Nov for assisting David, seven people of Shaul's camp killed the Gibeonites as well. In other words, they shouldn't, they didn't need to kill the Gibeonites, even the killing of Nov we discussed. But they went too far, they killed them as well. The Gemara Bavakama Kafutesa Madalaf says it was because the city of Nov would provide water for the Givonim. It's as if he killed the Givonim, even if he didn't. The Reduk says that Shaul had some Givonites killed directly, and the rest, by the way, he banished for the trickery and pretended to be from a faraway land way back when in Yeshua, the ninth Perak, but he didn't take into account the Chil Hashem. 
So that was the killing of the Gileanites, and that is Perak 21 of Sefer Shmuel Base. I guess the idea is that you can never get away with things that are not correct. Eventually, whether it's you or your descendants, uh, there needs to be payment, there needs to be consequences, and that's what happened.